Yo, what's up? Welcome to Demo Listen. This is episode six. I am Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. Um, the premise of the show is very simple. We listen to new punk, hardcore, and uh, punk and hardcore adjacent releases, and we give our honest opinion on them. It's not a review show. We're not critics. We just like punk and hardcore, so we talk about it with the goal being to uh, hopefully get new bands into new people's ears and give people one less excuse to be lazy. Um, so the way we go about this is we essentially pick 10 bands. Usually they're uh, they're listener-submitted bands. Often the listener is in the band. Then we roll a D10, and uh, we see what bands we get to because we don't get to every band every week. We don't have that kind of time. We got lives. We got to go out there and make that money, baby. Um, so uh, to start, I'm going to read you the 10 bands that we have in the queue, and then we'll, uh, we'll get to rolling. So first, we've got Demo 2019 by the band Three Poisons. They are from Louisville, Kentucky. I think I said on the last episode, but there's a shit ton of stuff going on in Louisville. So if you're not hip to middle America and everything that's going on here right now, um, we're what, five hours north of Louisville about? Just about. So um, there's a lot of shit going on in the Midwest. If you're not paying attention, start. I don't know if this will be any good or not, but uh, at the very least, it's coming out of uh, close to where I live. So big ups on that. Second thing that we've got is a band called Boundaries. Um, they're from Connecticut. By the art, it looks like some very dark-sided hardcore. Very dark. Very Death Wish core. Um, we have got Hanging Fortress uh, with their release Blood Mountain. Um, this band's been on my radar for a minute. I think they're sort of, they're death metal-y. They're in kind of the same, I think the same scene as like Mutilatred and like Gate Creeper and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's sort of like meat and potatoes, 90s death metal resurgence that's going on right now, but I've not gotten around to listen, listening to it yet. Um, then we've got uh, the demo by Mystic Spit. Um, new band, newish band from Indianapolis. Chris Stinson and Alex Stinson playing this band. Nate, you know those guys. Sure. Um, I think like most of their bands, this band may be already on the verge of breaking up. Okay. Uh, because they cannot, I love those boys, but they cannot keep a band together for more than six months. What's the name of the band? Mystic Spit. Yeah, just using up good names left and right. Yeah, for real. That's, that's a good fucking name. And I've seen, I haven't listened to this demo, I don't think, but I, I saw live recordings. Yeah. Sounded great. Yeah. You guys, get your fucking shit together. Um, then we've got uh, Death Fool. Oh, well, actually, wait, is this one? This is one track off the demo. Somebody linked me to the track they wanted me to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're fucking sly. We listen to the song we want to listen to, pal. Um, so this is Demo 2019 by Hard Way Out. Uh, um, Metallic Hardcore from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Then we've got Point of Contact. Um, so I've seen a shit ton of people on my social media uh, posting about this band. Um, this just came out at the end of August. New straight edge band from Florida, I want to say. Also, if you hear walking around upstairs, uh, we record in a basement. This isn't a professional setup. If you want professional quality shit, go elsewhere. Um, then we've got the band World Tension. Uh, they released The Wall. This is a uh, Las Vegas hardcore crossover band. We've got a band called Moral Theory with their release True Identity. I had these guys pitched to me very, very early in the podcast, like maybe before we even actually launched when mm. I just kind of talked about the idea. I think they self-identified as sort of like 90s-inspired vegan straight-edge type shit with the name Moral Theory. That makes sense. Then we've got Knife Rider, um, When the Knife Comes Down. I had this described to me. I actually want to bring up the description specifically. Well, I like the name of the band, and yeah. I like I like bands that include the name of the band somehow in yeah. the names of the songs. Yeah, same. So this, this is... 
since we started doing this podcast about a month ago, this is the most sold I've been on a band just based on their self-description ever. Here's what the the dude sent me in the email. Short and to the point too, which I very much like. Don't don't send me don't send me a fucking whole letter. I just want to I don't I want to know what you're about or what you think you're about. Hardcore punk band that sounds like a rougher MC5 that dresses like Kiss on Acid. Our guitar player plays while wearing a damn power glove. Yeah. There you go, baby. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, the art is a an absolutely horrific. I can't I can't turn my computer towards you right now, but it's a uh, the 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 bandcamp is ridethenife.bandcamp.com. Well, I don't think there's probably many knife riders. No, no, but it, but the bandcamp isn't knife rider. It's ridethenife.bandcamp.com. Right. It's a super shitty eagle, uh, perched atop a of super shitty skull with a super shitty dagger thrust in the top of it. it yeah, look, I see it. It looks dope. It, yeah, it looks like a third grader drew it in the it, best way. It looks like, uh, like first edition white box D&D artwork. Yes, totally, totally. Um, and then the last thing that we have this uh, this week is a band called Wet Specimens with the release Haunted Flesh. Um, a guy named Eric Pressman sent this to me. Uh, he sent me his other band too, but I, I don't want to double up, so we're, we'll check that out on the next episode. Um, the way that he described this stuff to me is kind of just like slimy, raw punk shit. It, it seems up my alley, the dude and I have very similar tastes so i expect he wouldn't lead me astray on this so that's everything that we got in the queue this week uh let's go ahead and roll a d10 and and see what's see what see what we get seven okay cool let's see what that is okay so the first thing up is world tension with their ep the wall um it's just worldtension.bandcamp.com let's see i imagine we're going to want to do track two Destructive Master, because both The Wall Part 1 and The Wall Part 2 are over four minutes long. We could also do the intro track, Instigator's Venom, in parentheses, Jokes on You. But I don't know. Destructive Master, second track, two and a half minutes long. Yeah, and that's a good name, Destructive Master. Yeah. That's a that's a, like a name you give to a cat. Yes. Right? Well, that's a name you give to a cat. Right. Right, sadistic inquisitor. <laughs> right, yes. You know, brutal executioner. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Most people don't give those sorts of names. To those cats, are good cats, but they are destructive. Very... Master is a f- good fucking name for a cat, and I claim it. Don't anyone fucking take it. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're gonna listen to Destructive Master by World Tension, and uh, we'll holler back at you in just a sec. <laughs> Yeah. 
right, that was the song Destructive Master by the band World Tension from uh, Las Vegas. Nate, what'd you think of that? Oh, uh, that was dope. Indeed it was. I uh, I dug that. I am into crossover shit like that. I'm into anything that like really straddles the line between, you know, when hardcore kids got into thrash metal. Right. And, you know, really straddles that line. I'm yeah. into, uh, I'm just into that. And yeah. I love the way... It sounds like that track comes directly off the track that precedes it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm into that. I don't, you know, just fucking one song into a next. I like that. Yep. The uh, vocals, I was in the vocals because they're kind of screechy. They're, you know, dude's just yelling with his, he's going at it with his natural voice. Right. Which, to my ear, sounds like it almost can't keep up. It's cracking a few times, which yeah. gives it a, 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 like a, a, it gives it a, a genuine aspect sure. to it that i'm into you know and it gives it it yeah. gives it a sense of like a, a genuine sort of like f- fury it's not right. this you know burbly cookie cutter vocals and right dude can't i mean i don't know i never heard this guy sing but i'm guessing he can't fucking bell it out like bruce dickinson sure yeah. and i think that those like stressed mm-hmm. straight ahead like voices on their edge right best suits this sort of stuff i agree with that for sure you know i mean this reminds me that it it reminds me of like fucking you know nuclear assault yeah yeah and i love it when thrash bands and bands like that you know it's it they take on that like uh, world issue post-apocalyptic sort of vibe same you know what i mean yeah very much same i've been listening to a a shit ton of sacred reich this week so i'm super fucking on that right now um, yeah, no, I felt the same way. This stuff is really cool. I also want to give a moment uh, to shout out Power Trip for heralding in a new wave of yeah, this crossover real. shit. Yeah. I'm so fucking glad that like there's a new generation of kids that's playing this stuff because for a minute there there was there was crossover thrash. If you missed this, if you're young enough to have missed the last crossover wave, it was all party thrash. And yeah. there were some bands that were standouts in that in that crowd, but they just dude, it was like I, we've discussed it before. I don't think either of us usually like shit that's too self-serious. Right. But there's also like a fucking line where yeah. your whole existence is a fucking joke. It's just clown shoes. Yeah, and it became like like we've talked about with that Midwest grindcore scene where it became like the music was secondary. Right. And the first thing was like get together and, and fucking party right. and like let's, smash Let's fucking and, flip up the brims on our hats and right. fucking write songs about pizza and beer exclusively. Exactly. Go get fucked. Yeah, exactly. And like the the kids that I see playing this this new wave of crossover are like super not that. They're just like punk and hardcore kids that like this music that can maybe play a little bit better than their peers that are like let's play fucking faster, which yeah. is what crossover was. Yeah. Let's let's write some let's write some fucking riffs and let's play fast. Right, exactly. Uh, so yeah, I fuck with it. This stuff is really good. Um, I, I was picking up the same sort of like nuclear assault vibes for sure. Um, this is from Las Vegas. I think that whole that whole the whole Southwest right now is like has a shit ton of dope stuff in this vein and the west coast has a shit ton, ton of stuff in this vein and we played with um years ago down in indy we played with red death from yeah, dc who was, was doing this stuff i saw down in indy again probably four five years ago now foreseen from helsinki is a, one of the better bands doing this shit in my opinion um yeah i fuck with this i would definitely want to listen to the rest of this uh this this ep i don't know yeah yeah it's an ep it looks like they had one other release um Back in 20, 20, September of 2018. I want to check that out, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I fuck with this. For uh, sure. Keep it up. I'm hype on it. You want to you wanna roll the roll the dice and see what's up? Six. Okay. 
All right, this is the uh, this is the point of contact dem demo. It's PYC 020 commitment. Um, what what label is this on PYC 20? Oh, plead your case. Okay. So yeah, I've had a lot of people hyping this up to me. Um, straight edge stuff. There's a big X on the cover on the uh, X up hand on the cover. Um, the Bandcamp is pleadyourcaserecords.bandcamp.com, and I think this is the newest uh, All right, let me look, on there. Let me look that up. Okay. Because I'm getting a few different point of contacts. Okay. Um, yeah, I've this. I've had a bunch of people hype this up to me. Um, Nate, this could probably go either way for you, because I do think that they do sing specifically about being straight edge. Man, you know, I, I, I uh, maybe broke some hearts when I said that's stupid last week. <laughs> a lot of people actually very much liked that. Um, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool. Um, what song you want to listen to? You want to pick one kind of right in the middle? Um, let's go. So let's go with uh, the most cliche of titles on this album. Solemn Promise? Solemn Promise or Word is Bond. Okay. Let's do, I want to say let's do Solemn Promise. I mean, there's a lot of cliches. Loyalty. Right, right. Right. So it's possible. So again, this could go one of two ways. This could be really young kids. In which case, hype on this on-the-nose shit where they're like, there's zero self-awareness. Or they could be dudes are in our general age demographic, and they're going for a, a very specific thing. Right, and they're right. Just like, they're, they're definitely... They're doing it with a wink. Right. right. Or... Or they're not. Or they're not. <laughs> yeah, right. they're, they're, they looked yes. up, they, they, they fucking broke out the recipe book and right, right. discovered what they need to put together to make a straight edge record. Sure. So, uh, all right, cool. Let's, yeah, let's listen to Solemn Promise. Okay. Um, this is off of uh, the Point of Contact uh, release commitment on Plead Your Case Records. Okay.
Okay, that was the song Solemn Promise by the band Point of Contact off of their uh, debut release commitment on Plead Your Case Records. Nate? I would have went apeshit to that in 1997. Mm-hmm. In 2019, don't care. Well played, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I got no problems with the way it sounded. It sounded fucking good. There's no reason why I shouldn't... Like, if that's on, I'm not going to say turn that shit off for right, sure. sure. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If I see them, I bet you they're probably fun to see live just yeah. because I bet you kids are going crazy, but I'm not partaking. Right. Because it's not fucking scratching that itch for me anymore. Right. Right? Um, yeah, I mean... Well played. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. Sure. Those breakdowns were pretty fucking hard. Yeah. Right? But that just doesn't scratch any itch that I have. And, yeah. like, the song itself, I, I don't know what the, the, you know, this is, it's all about thinking for yourself, I guess, the song. But it's what I like, what, what, when I was reading the lyrics along with uh, the song, I, I was thinking, this is one of those bands that, like, you could have... 20 different kids listen to this and they're taking 20 different takeaways from what those lyrics mean. Right. You could have fucking I'm not mad at that though. No, I'm not mad at that either. Yeah. Like like it's it's definitely I'm not, I'm just saying like that's what I thought was amusing is like you know, you could have kids in there thinking, "Yeah, I'm thinking different cuz I'm not fucking being straight edge and doing I mean I'm, I'm being straight edge and I'm not doing the same shit that like, you know, all my fucking peers are doing around me and right. like, you know, you know, whatever, poisoning themselves or you know, I'm thinking different because I'm I'm not eating meat. But really, I mean, you're not really thinking any different. You're just following your peer group. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ninety nine percent of the time. You could you could even have some fucking you know ex Christian ex kid out there fronting <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior and thinking yeah I'm thinking differently. I'm fucking accepting Jesus Christ into my life and that's a real bold stance in this day and age. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And like he walks away affirmed and that much more fucking nailed to his own cross. Yeah. Right. Like it's possible the 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 nebulous nature mm-hmm. of the takeaway point, you know, props that it wasn't just straight out blatant nailed to the fucking X shit. Right, sure. Right. I bet there's some of that on here. We we got a lot of of, of titles. Yeah, but that, I'm know, saying that's totally what I expected sure, with a name too. like Solemn Promise. It's like this is my solemn promise that I'll never fucking break edge until I fucking do, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. Right. That I'll never fucking break edge until, you know, I do, like, (laughs) have a fucking glass of wine at a fucking wedding, and, well, I guess that's that, but you know what? Who gives a shit, because I'm 27 years old, and I'm not even fucking playing this goddamn band anymore. (laughs) Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I will say, any time I hear a band talking about how straight edge they are, there's a level of incredulity that creeps into my mind that is unrivaled by almost anything else. Well, here's else. the thing. Because I'm like, mm, we'll see. I would say that there are three modes of straight edge. Uh-huh. You're not. Mm-hmm. That's one. Right. Two, you are in the new King James Version, uh-huh. where you fuck, but you don't drink and smoke and do any drugs. And uh-huh. that's, that's the commonly accepted dogma. Sure. Right? Or, for some fucking reason... You are uh, old school traditionalist, fucking orthodox straight edge, and you right. don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't do drugs, and you don't fuck. Right. Those are the three modes of straight edge. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, it's not like it's a diverse, there's a diversity of approaches to it. No, not really. You know? Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, props. The fucking music was, was, was fair enough. The yeah, breakdowns sure. were good. I'm sure kids go fucking bonkers to this yeah 
right? Mm-hmm. And that would be fun to watch. Totally. Um, but it doesn't scratch any itch for me. That's kind of how I felt about it. Um, I, this was good. You know what I mean? As you said, breakdowns are hard, well played, cool, would like to see it live. Um, I can very much see why so many people in my in my social media feeds were big up in this because a lot of the people that I am uh, internet friends with are younger folks because mm. uh, by and large, as it should be, those are the people that are playing in bands and shit. Those are the people that I want to communicate with because those are the people that I want to get playing uh, in Fort Wayne and shit. Right. So I definitely get if you're between the ages of 18 and 25, this is your shit. 100% get that. that you know, if... Again, this is one of those things where it's the rare band um, that comes out of this scene that really does it for me. Um, The most recent iteration of that is Inclination from Louisville. They're a little bit different than this because I think they lean a little bit more into the metalcore edge of this stuff. Um, But this is, for all intents and purposes, good. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with this. It's cool. If you're at the right age where this is going to hit you, I mean, this... even if not, if the music just hits you because you know that's your shit, you sure, know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. yeah, I mean, for me, now I don't know, I don't know piss from shit about these dudes, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying for me, this is gym music, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not fucking pumping this at home, and I'm right. not pumping this in my car. I like it just fine. Sure, but like I said, it doesn't scratch that itch for me to be a general listen. Same, I agree. Um, but in general, good. You know, I'm psyched that kids are into this. There, are, I'll say this: there are a lot worse things that kids could be into. And I will say this to fucking old people: when when I see guys online like, well, I don't know why kids like turnstile so much or this or that. Yo, do you remember when the thing that kids liked what oh, I, six years ago was like melodic, like storytelling hardcore? that Bridge Nine was putting out, Defeater and shit, which no shade to those guys. I'm sure they're fucking nice guys, whatever. But, like, Jesus Christ, dude, there are a lot worse things that kid, kids could like. Kids could be listening to fucking Warp Tour music. You yeah. know what I mean? Don't be so fucking grumpy. If this is the shit that you don't get why kids like it, drop out. Do something else. You're yeah, old. for real. Um, I also will say, before we move on, one thing. I always love reading lyrics uh, to straight-edge bands and, and, and seeing what they're on about. There's a line in here, This solemn promise not meant for the weak. I don't know, man. I met I met a lot of weak ass bitches that are are, are into being straight. <laughs> it's true. That's I mean, true. I'm not particularly strong myself. If, so. if if we're gonna if we're gonna point out particular lines, yeah, guys, we're not fucking shitting on you. I'm no, not no, shitting no, on not your not fucking at lyricism at all. I'm just cracking a fucking joke, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Because I fucking laugh at everything. Yeah, same. Like, you want to get dark? We can get real fucking dark, <laughs> and I'm gonna laugh at all of it. Yeah, right. Right. Um, so uh, there's only one way to die. Well, actually, there's a whole fucking there's bunch of ways. Of there's so many ways to die. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them I don't want anything to do with. <laughs> no, me neither. Right? Me neither. Um, all right. But yeah, cool. So that was uh, that was point of contact. I fuck with that. It's cool. Um, let's roll the die. See what's up next. Ten. Ten. All right. I was hoping we'd get to this because uh, Eric, the guy that sent it to me, really pumped it to me. He sold it to me. Um, this is Wet Specimens. The release is Haunted Flesh. Um, it's wetspecimens.bandcamp.com. That's a pretty good band name. It is a very good band name. Um, uh, from Albany, New York? Yep. Yep, correct. I mean, there can't be another band named Wet Specimens out there unless they're like from fucking Spain or something. <laughs> you would think so, yeah. Um, so this is a 7-inch. I always love to see when there is um, 
actually a physical copy that can be purchased. Uh, I will say this too. Two bands so far have sent us physical copies of things. Saren sent us their Slit with Vegas, and Gary Robert and Community sent us their LP. If you feel so inclined to send us physical stuff, you can. You know, I'm in no way begging or asking you to, but if you want to, we both collect records and tapes and shit, so feel free if that's something that you're into. Um, also, Eric did it right. Um, he sent me the stuff that he wanted us to listen to. Yeah. And he also sent me uh, zip files with the tracks in them. Oh, wow. So if you want to send us something, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Send us the tracks if you can, just because it makes it much easier for me in post-production because I got to drop the tracks in. And also, uh, if you happen to send us a Screamo release that costs $5 that we hate, and then I got to pay $5 to put this thing I really dislike on my computer only to delete it as soon as the episode goes up. There are worse things in life. I'm not that mad about it, but if you could just save me the five bucks and send me the tracks, I'm also not mad at that. Well, here's the thing. Just don't be an asshole with the five bucks. Sure. Right? Just put it up for free. It's a digital download. Well, I mean, if you, if fine, you get five bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Don't spend it on something stupid. Oh, true. Okay, good point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Get some go. fucking toilet paper. Right, right, right. Right? Get yep. yourself some food. Don't spend that on fucking jewels or some stupid shit like yeah, that. Yeah, man. Oh, yo. If I find, if I find out that $5... Yeah, that for I, real. If we're fucking sending you money and you fucking spend it on jewels and vaping and shit like that, man, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you indeed. I'm going to be real shitty if I find out, so don't you let fucking me fucking spend know. it on goddamn, you know, fucking Fortnite or whatever the fuck it is you're playing. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, if you get a new costume for your fucking Avi in Fort, Fortnite, I'm going to be really fucking shitty. Um, what song do we want to listen to off of this? They're all pretty brief. Are we listen to Haunted Flesh? Yeah, Haunted Flesh. I, honestly, West Bessemer's got some dope artwork, too. Yep. Uh, I don't know who does the art, but um, it looks pretty dope. Does it say on here? Art by Allie Hartley. I would like to check out more of their stuff. Yeah, that's pretty dope artwork. All right, well, let's get into it. Um, <laughs> let's do... Uh, you want to do the title track? Uh, yeah, we can do that. It's just Haunted like, Flesh. Just under two minutes long, second to last track on the release. Yeah. All right, cool. We're going to listen to Haunted Flesh, and then we'll get back to you in a sec.
right, that was the track Haunted Flesh off of the 7-inch by the na- same name uh, by the band Wet Specimens from Albany. Nate, what'd you think of that? Uh, that is right up my alley. Sure I is. love shit like that. So do I. I. I am much more into hardcore that is informed by, like, really dirty rock and roll. Same, yeah. You know, than I am hardcore that is informed by, uh, like... Unbroken and Hatebreed and stuff like that. Sure. Like, I like Unbroken. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? I like shit like that to an extent. To- yeah, totally. But man, I never get fucking tired of hearing fucking dirty, fast fucking rock and roll songs. Yeah, me too. And there's like that, there's the, you know, a lot of bands are kind of doing this, it seems, but I'm into it. I'd call me a sucker, mm-hmm. but I, I like the fucking heavy reverb on vocals and the fucking like distant howl that they, that, that just kind of creates, you know? So do I. Yeah. Like, you know, gag and bib and mm-hmm. a lot of shit like that. Yeah, I'm into stuff like that. The yeah. artwork looks dope. It's a total package. Totally, I agree. Um, again, you may you may call me a sucker because there is definitely a wave of bands that all sort of fits tidily into this realm of uh, very punk and dirty rock informed hardcore with the blown out production and the howling reverby vocals. And I am in for almost all of it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like I don't know. To me. There's a lot more inherent menace in that sort of shit mm-hmm. than there is in anything that tries to be fucking hard. I agree. Yeah. You it's know? very... Well, because... Well, let's see. One of the most infamously hard of all time, uh, Gehenna. Yeah. They ride the line between those two things right. in an incredibly unique way. Right. Where they have haunting, howling, reverb-laden vocals and incredibly hard breakdowns, uh, which is a very, very... Uh, it's a delicate line to tread. But of all the bands that existed in that world of, of, of metallic 90s uh, hardcore stuff... Yeah, that's one of the most genuinely scary. I yeah. mean, it did. It, it helped a lot that that Mike Cheese is sort of like a legendary lunatic. Yeah. Um, but the, even musically, that shit is like menacing and unhinged. And as we've mentioned before, it, it feels like it's constantly on the verge of falling apart. And so, a lot of bands that are in this world, even without that metallic edge, I think that I think that sort of presence of like weird. Um, yeah, that like weird reverby, like there's just something like dirty and grimy about it mm-hmm. that makes me feel it's it feels far more urgent than shit that involves a lot of posturing. A and, lot like, of posturing and a lot of like 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 well crafted fucking like okay, here comes the breakdown. Right. There it is. Go nuts, boys. Right. Like whatever. I guess that's cool. And and that hit me in the in, in a mood, you know, sometimes. Sure. But man, I never get tired of the, just the general fucking aura of menace that shit like that like mm-hmm. puts out. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I I'm way more I'm way way more menaced uh, by the idea of some fucking weirdo in a trench coat might emerge from the crowd and stab me as this man is <laughs> right. howling at me than I am some dude with a lanyard might spin kick me in the face. Yeah. Big fucking right. deal. Right. You know exactly. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, this stuff is awesome. Um, like I said, the conversations I had with Eric, who's in this band and who, who sent it over to me, led me to believe ahead of time that I would probably be into this because our tastes clearly very much aligned. And yeah, this is awesome. I would definitely put this up here with one of my favorite things that we've heard on the podcast so far. 
um, right up there with like uh, the protocol and gum stuff, which we were talking about before. This. It's it's a lot more in line to what I've been listening to a lot of in the past like five or six years. Mm-hmm. For sure. And and man, again, this is one of those things where I think people who are around for it will look back on it with like a certain degree of disdain and and uh, prod prod at it and poke fun at it. Like the whole the mysterious guy hardcore thing that Youth Attack was doing years ago, right? I get it, right? The aesthetic laughable in certain instances. Some I think Pat from Axe to Grind is called it like loft core because it's for, you know, a lot of people with New York City Brooklyn lofts were yeah. into it. And I get it for sure. There was sure. a contingent of people that were decidedly not punks who were into that brand of punk. But man, I've gone back and I've listened to those hoax records and I've listened to those squirm records and those cult ritual records and the those repos records. Still good. They're all fucking great they're still good there is a reason people were into those fucking albums is because they were fucking awesome man and like i'm not at all mad that there is a return to some of those elements in this new wave of stuff it's it's kind of it's like it's mysterious guy hardcore without the pretense right which i like very much anytime we can drop pretense i'm into that right um, so yeah, Wet Specimens, really, really fucking good. Um, I imagine the rest of this is just as good as the track that we heard. I'm definitely even going to be listening to it on my uh, on my drive home. If you're uh, if this is your thing, buy this seven inch because. And if it's not your thing, what are you doing? What are you fucking stupid? Um, let's roll the dice. See what's right. up next. Two. Okay. All right. This is boundaries. Um, it's boundariesct.bandcamp.com. Okay. Um, you know what? They might not have. They might not have anything new enough for us. Oh no. Who? Uh, I think somebody sent this to me that wasn't in the band. Hold up. I think this might have been my internet friend Chris that sent this to me. Oh, they. So they're. I think their most recent release is on Spotify, but not on Bandcamp. Well, there's nothing saying we can't go to Spotify. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. I just, I, I got confused for a moment. All right, well, let's see. Let's see if they pass the fucking... They do. It came out in 2019. The age limit. Yep, they do. <clears throat> Man, looking at the art on this, this looks like Poison the Well art. This looks like really, 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 like I said, like dark, emotional... I'm in my feelings, mm. metalcore. I'm going to tell you something right now. Yo, sorry about that. We had a te- technical difficulty. I have an old computer, and it, uh, for the first time, just said that the audio engine couldn't process everything that was going on at once. So hopefully that doesn't become a recurring theme, uh, or I might have to throw this computer out of the window. But, Nate, you were saying that uh, that shit whole... Shit like Poison the Well and stuff, I, I never fuck with that shit. I, yeah. I never listen to it. You right. know, yeah. you could play me Poison the Well, and I'm... There's a 10% chance that I have an idea of what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that shit... Let's see. I mean, that shit just wasn't for you. You were, like, you were pretty much grown when that stuff was really popping. I was done being a crybaby. It was in the early the early aughts when yeah. that shit really, really popped. Yeah. And, I mean, you were, what, getting your master's degree at the time? I was... Maybe had already? Listening almost exclusively to fucking early American hardcore. Yeah. Grindcore. Sure. And, you know, metal. Yeah, that stuff, that stuff wasn't know, for you. Yeah, I, I get and, it. And, and, and a lot of like the, you know, early aughts, like hardcore too, mm-hmm. you know, all that. that 625 thrash shit. Yeah, a yeah. lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. What happens next and all those bands. Um, yeah, so I like, the, I, like, um, I like early Poison the Well. Um, I was of the right age group to 
for that stuff to hit me, though, interestingly, I've talked about it before, I was kind of, I was like a studs and leather mohawk punk when I first started going to shows in like 02, so a lot of the metalcore stuff that was happening around that time was sonically interesting to me because I hadn't heard anything like it before. Um, so the sort of like leftovers of, of the Zayo informed scene uh, was interesting, but like never resonated with me in a really strong way. So I can go back and listen to those early Poison the Well records and, and think like, yeah, you know, this is cool. Um, I like this stuff. I remember this being played in my, my homie's cars and shit. Um, and I think it's really good for what it is, but like it just wasn't, that wasn't my scene. Even though I was going to those shows, it's just because I didn't really have any other options of shows to go to. You know what I mean? I'm going to point out, we've been talking for five minutes or so about Poison the Well. Uh-huh. We have no idea what this band sounds like. We don't, but the, <laughs> but the, art, the art is like a flower and like a, a, a screaming man. It looks like a close-up of like a close-up Photoshop clip of uh-huh. like a live album cover. Right. You know, the fucking shitty band live or right. like... Zoom in real close in the background of like a Smashing Pumpkins cover. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like the t- like the t- the the record's called My Body in Bloom. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like script. The their band names written in script. Um, Cross my heart with an X. This in the song might be title. the nastiest shit I've ever heard. It of. might be. It might be. Okay, so let's so let's listen to the title track. Yeah, let's. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll listen to the title track. So we're gonna listen to uh, My Body in Bloom by the band Boundaries, who may sound absolutely nothing like Poison the Well. Come, you will be free from dirt, but you will not be clean. And you will be free from soil, but you will remain soiled. Soiled in a way that water cannot wash, and cut in a way that cannot heal. This is who you are now. Forever. I go through 
fucking different And all my emotions are too inconsistent This is who I am This is what I've grown into Underneath my skin is running Alright, that was the song My Body in Bloom by the EP of the same name by the band Boundaries. Nate, why don't you take it away? Okay, so I'm going to probably talk totally out of my ass because this sort of stuff <laughs> is never... And I'm good at talking out of my ass. You are, yeah. Um, this stuff has never been in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was well played. Mm-hmm. That was... Re- like, the production on that was like a bit much for my taste. Yeah. So, you know, cool, whatever. Here's what I'm going to say. It was well played. I'm going to I'm going to point out the things that I liked about it. Okay. It was well played. There were some cool breakdowns in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. About the only thing that I the thing that I really like was the <clears throat> at the end because mm-hmm. I'm all about that. If you sure. you throw a little like crush or oof into a song totally. or, <clears throat> and I'm into it, right? Yeah, same. Um uh but this sounds like Hardcore music for people that have no real interest in hardcore. Sure. I get what you're saying. Like, this is the kind of thing that, like, a dude from fucking work would hear. Mm-hmm. He happens to know that I like heavy metal. He doesn't know what that t- what that entails. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that that doesn't mean that, you know, I hate Pantera. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just thinks heavy metal. Well, then you must love this sort of shit. And he's right. like, hey, man, have you heard this Boundaries band? Dude has no context no knowledge of hardcore or he's been dropped out forever right? right at work i'm talking dude at work he's gonna come up to me he's gonna say check this out i think you really fucking like this and i don't right. and then he's gonna <laughs> want me to tell him that i do uh-huh you know what i mean yeah sure and i'm gonna try not to avoid i'm gonna try not to see him at work i'm gonna like act <laughs> like i didn't see his fucking email about uh-huh. the band so yeah. i don't have to reply right and um you know hopefully it doesn't come up again and if yeah. it does, I'm be like, eh, I guess it was pretty good. Not really my thing. And that's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to engage any further. Yeah. This is for music that... So, like, like, and Dudes and Boundaries, like, you guys obviously fucking know what you're going for. And I would say that it sounds like you're fucking good at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. You've got a few releases under your belt. Just never my thing. Right? right? Sounds like you're fucking killing it. I bet your kids go fucking nuts at your shows. Right. Right? And... More power to you. That's fucking dope. Just not my thing. Here's my most hated question from people that I don't fucking know. Okay. What kind of music do you listen to? Oh, Jesus Christ, I know. Right? Uh Uh-huh. And this is like, this is the sound that when somebody comes up to me, some will say fucking bad dad comes up to me, right? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Some fucking dad comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, what kind of music do you listen to? Because he sees that I got a fucking Slayer shirt on or mm-hmm. something like that. He's going to tell me about this band. Right. And I'm like, man, 
please don't make me talk about music with you. Please, please, let's not push this any further. Because I can tell by looking at you. I can tell from the sketchers on your feet to the fucking Pugs gas station sunglasses on your forehead that you and I are not from the same fucking planet. Right. Right? I can fucking tell. Mm-hmm. I can tell from the truck that you drive, the fucking way you dress, your kids. I can tell from the house that you live in. Mm-hmm. I can tell from the fucking wall, the, the, the letter art that your wife puts on the fucking wall mm-hmm. that you and I got absolutely nothing in common. Right. And I don't want to talk to you about music. Sure. And if somebody said, have you heard this Boundaries band? I don't want to talk to you about that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a, that's, uh, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> um, I feel very similarly... Um, I think that this is like, yeah, this is music for the All That Remains fan. E- even though this isn't, I'm sure that these dudes are not pulling from that world, it's like uncomfortably adjacent to it in a way that I think a lot of people who play in bands like this wouldn't be apt to admit, but it's true. This is, you brought All That Remains up and that sort of shit. Yeah. I'm thinking about bad dads. Like, we live in the Midwest, right? Right. There's a certain type of dude. I don't see... I, I don't get out to the West Coast hardly ever. Haven't mm-hmm. been out there in, in more than a decade. Right. I'm from Pittsburgh. There's loads of fucking rednecks and shitheels in fucking Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, you get outside of Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, and it is literally, you know, Alabama stan in between. Right. Right? And you'll see loads of dudes fucking rocking monster stickers on their car and wearing, like, sick job for a cowboy fucking shirts <laughs> and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. And this this song is like one of those tracks that like your local hard rock radio station, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, like, you know, 101.2, the dog, you know, <laughs> is going to fucking, WDOG uh-huh. is going to put on at like 11 o'clock for their like mandatory meltdown hour of like the hardest shit that they're allowed to play on the radio. Uh-huh. That's what this is. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's like I said, it's it's uncomfortably close to it in the way that most people in this world would not want to readily admit, but it is. It's especially with this production quality, I'm with you. It's way way overproduced. Um those drums are triggered out the fucking ass to the point where I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't a real drummer playing them. It didn't sound like a, like a real drum track. Yeah. Um and you know, to be as um to be as generous as I can uh, with this stuff, you know, like I said, even when this was the hot thing and I was going to shows with a lot of bands like this playing, because it wasn't my thing, the only bands from that era that I have any affection for are the absolutely standout bands. So the chances of me being into something now that's almost 20 years removed from that you don't, I mean, it takes more than just being a standout band. I mean, it's really one in a million of a band that's in this realm for me to actually genuinely fuck with it and be excited about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but, I, th- I think the verdict on, on this for the most part is it's just neither of our lane at no, all. So like, it, it's hard for me to speak on it too much. I never need to hear another Leonard Skinner song in my life ever again. Mm-hmm. And I certainly don't need to hear a band trying to sound like Leonard Skinner. Right. This could and it, like that's the same mindset I hear. From, sure. From this. And also, like, again, I'm not um, I'm not hurling any sort of accusations your way at boundaries, but I w- I also wouldn't be surprised if this were this sounds like it could easily be Christian. You oh, know I what I'm know. saying? 
I'm yeah. not saying that they are. So, but yeah, they, yeah, this, yeah. The bands that I he's was got your, seeing... He's got your radar pinging. Yeah, and I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying that the bands I was seeing that sounded like this when I was coming up all had ulterior, ulterior motives, and they all had to do with Jesus. Mm. All of them. And and so I think that leaves a further sour taste in my mouth. I don't, I don't have any inkling that this band is into Jesus, but I'm just saying it's like it triggers some sort of PTSD in me where I was the dude with the crass backpatch at the metalcore shows who every fucking Christian youth group metalcore kid was coming up to trying to befriend, and it took me... I caught on real quick. At first, I was like, oh, man, these people are really nice. Because I remember when I was in high school, I would see these kids sitting apart from all the other kids. And I had an inkling even then. Even at 13 years old, my poser radar was fucking strong. And I was like, I don't think those kids and me are the same, man. No, it's it's fucking bizarre universe. Right. But they started, like, reaching out to me, right? And being like, hey, yo, come over here. They affectionately called me street punk. Yeah. And they were like, yo, come sit with us at lunch. So I'm like, oh, maybe these kids aren't so bad. And some of them were into, like choking victim and shit so i'm like that's adjacent to what i like and i started going to those shows and i was like well you know this music isn't for me but like these kids are cool and it took no time at all before people started approaching me and being like hey man like how are you and god and i'm like oh fuck yeah i know what's going it's, on it's always a fucking scam it's always mm-hmm. a fucking scam with them and none of those kids are anywhere to be found now it's it's all it's 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 always false mm-hmm. like Boundaries. You, if you're whether you're a Christian or not, we're t- we're not talking about your fucking boundaries. right. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, there's two things in this world I don't give a shit about. There's a lot of things I don't give a shit about. But two things I'll tell you right now. I don't give a shit about Jesus. And I don't give a shit about your band anymore. <laughs> but um, like, <laughs> you know. But yeah, like bizarro Christian predatory fucking like mm-hmm. universe, right? Right. It's like an angler fish. Right. Right. Oh, that looks like a badass fish. Look at the fucking spikes and shit on that fish. It looks fucking. Look up an angler fish if you don't know what it is. Right. It looks fucking badass. But you get close. Oh, you're gonna get fucked. It's gonna get you. Yep, for sure. And it's totally like it's totally false and it's a lure. I remember walking one time as a grown man. Mm-hmm. Right. I was wearing like. I don't know, like a fucking Rorschach, Rorschach shirt or some shit we fucking booted a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. Walking past the skate park here in town. Right. And these dudes are filming skaters, and one guy comes like, hey, man, we're filming for a TV show. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I ask you a few questions? I'm like, sure, whatever. You know, fine. Right. You look legit. You had a fucking camera crew and stuff. What do you want to know? Mm-hmm. Right? How, how can I bum you out? <laughs> right? And he's like, uh, he's like, you like skating? I'm like, ah, it's cool, but I don't do it. I'm big and fat, mm-hmm. and skating's not for big guys. Right. Right. I said no, and I says I don't. I, I could never justify. Um, I could never justify the thrill of learning how to ride on a board with wheels, mm-hmm. and like juxtapose that with the uh, reward of cracking your head open or breaking your arm or mm-hmm. ruining your fucking knees and right. shit. Yeah, right? yeah. So like, it just never appealed to me. I'm a pussy, I guess. Um, and he's like, you like skating? I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's cool. He's like, you like punk rock? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. He's like, what do you think? What, what do you think about hardcore? And I remember saying to him, I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. like, what's that mean? Indeed, what does that mean? And he and then he said think something. A lot of things. He said something like, you know, is Jesus hardcore? And I went, oh fuck off, and I just walked away because yeah. it's always a front. Always. It's always a fucking front. I'm gonna tell you right now. If we got any fucking ex-Christians ex listening, mm-hmm. I hope he comes back because I'm going to fucking gut that pig <laughs> and throw him in a fucking sewer. That's what, that is what I like to hear. 
Yeah, that's the content I'm hoping to you get. get yeah, the the, the, the the mask slipped a little bit. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta look behind the curtain when I'm not fucking bitching about music. I'm bitching about everything else. <laughs> I back that sentiment entirely. I have no. There's you've already you've already summed it up in a way that I I have nothing that I could possibly add to it other than to say that I am in complete concurrence. Yeah. So let's uh. So again, um, boundary. Sorry, we got off track. Most of that has nothing to do with you. Hopefully, keep killing it. Yeah. It's just not my shit. Right, sure. It's it's good for what it is. Um, keep grinding. You might get that opening slot for uh, Kill Switch Engage Tour. Let's roll the dice and see what's up. Two? Two? I don't think we've done two yet. Oh, no, this was two, actually. My bad. Nine. All right. This is uh, When the Knife Comes Down by Knife Rider. Okay. I was hoping that we would get this. Now, again, the description was so good. And the art is so good that I'm going to be deeply disappointed if this does not live up to my expectations. Yeah, I want to I want to talk about this for just a second before we get in because I do I actually want to build this up because I want to make it I I want to get hype before I listen to this mm-hmm. because if it sucks the crash is going to be that much more. Right. Right. The fucking logo for the band is dope. Yep. That artwork I can't tell you how much that fucking artwork appeals to me. Yeah. Like that is juvenile in a way that is endearing mm-hmm. and awesome and like i'd fucking get that tattooed on me yeah 100 percent. right yeah it'd be kind of a joke sure but not really right because right. it's fucking dope and yeah. you, if you look at like you know I, I mentioned like old white box first edition and er, like first edition D D artwork that mm-hmm. stuff is hyster- hysterical because they were getting like you know gary gygax was getting like his fucking little nephew to draw shit or like his niece to draw shit right, right. And, and, and that's what this looks like. Yep. The artwork is on point. The fucking logo is on point. The name is on point. Knife mm-hmm. Rider is good. The fucking when the knife comes down, like I said, anytime a band is referencing their name in the name of a song, I am on it. Because that that uh, belies a sense of humor and like self-awareness that I'm into. Right, for sure. Right? For sure. So I really want to like this. Let's uh, let's go with. Uh, I will say you spelled copper wrong. I know. Yeah, I was going to point. The right, same it's thing not out. Coper Stomper unless yeah. you are talking about people who are coping with issues and you're stomping them. <laughs> right, which right. I mean that that's an interesting angle. Maybe that, I, that. I actually actually probably better than Copper Stomper because right. I mean there's a fucking million songs about beating the shit out of cops, right? Not a lot of songs about people beating the shit out of people who are trying to work through their issues. And maybe there should be more songs about beating <laughs> the shit out of people who are trying to work through their issues. Maybe that's what they need is a good fucking kick in the ass to stop fucking crying about themselves. <laughs> Right? Maybe so. Maybe man. they need a fucking uh-huh. swift boot up the fucking teeth. And, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, why don't you fucking sort yourself out? So your fucking mom is alcoholic, and so your, your you know your dad fucking beat you around and shit. Hey, guess what? That was a long fucking time ago. Okay, okay. So we're now we're now we're casting now we're casting aspersions on folks who are trying to deal with the trauma of their childhood abuse. Huh? Hey, listen, I'm not going to tell you too much about what I've gone through, but I'm going to tell you one thing: fucking crying about it never solved a goddamn thing. Okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and and take the rare diametrically opposed stance here. And uh, and advocate deeply for anybody who's dealing with any sort of trauma from their childhood to go ahead and go to therapy and work. Well, through I'm it. just saying, deal with it, but stop fucking crying about it. And and you know what? <laughs> Laugh about it, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you wouldn't believe the shit I saw when I was a little kid. Holy shit, I don't even remember like ten years of my life. But if you think I ain't laughing about that shit, you're wrong. 
right? Because in the end, you're gonna fucking die anyway, and you can't let you can't let shitty people keep you down for the rest of your life. If you're a weirdo, here's the thing: if you're a fucking weirdo, embrace it and be a goddamn weirdo. Uh-huh. Don't fucking cry about it. Sure, right? Mm-hmm. See, now I don't have to deal with anybody getting on you about this because. Uh-huh. I am a fucking mountain in isolation. I don't right. live anywhere in the internet. You can try to come at me. Who gives a shit? Right, exactly. Right? So maybe I'm saying stuff that is not like in the fucking uh, socially sensitive way of, uh, you know, we are expected to be in our online avatars. Mm-hmm. But um, who gives a shit? Oh, I agree. I mean, and, and like, so, you know, if people get on you, you know, fucking tell them, tell them to come see me and uh, I'll laugh at them. Yeah, you know for sure. Like, I mean, but but like anyway, we're way off. We, we are way- <laughs> Knife Rider. You, you're fucking. You you got the total package. I hope you put it all together, and I kind of hope that Coper Stomper is about stomping Copers instead of coppers. Um, maybe that's a track we should listen to. Okay, sure. Yeah, we can listen to that one. Also, it just, just real quick before we do get into it. Um, if you do want to come for Nate and you want to hit me up about it, go ahead and save your breath because even though I I disagree. Um, I also don't fucking give a shit. I, if you want to take a swipe at me because, you know, I hurt your feelings, that's fine. I'll let you hit me. I don't care. <laughs> right? You're not going to hurt me. Right. There you go. So everybody line up. I'm 300 pounds of rippling muscle. You're not going to hurt me. <laughs> 300 pounds of well, rippling muscle. 300 pounds of a lot of fat and muscle. It's a, an incredible self-description. Let's listen to Copper Stomper by a Knife Rider and, and pray that it meets our expectations.
Okay, so we actually heard two tracks there. We just went ahead and decided to listen to Copper, Stop, Copper Stomper right into Chain Bang because uh, we couldn't get enough, and Chain Bang was only 44 seconds. So, Nate, why don't you go ahead and talk about it first? Okay. Um, so it turns out I don't think this band is trying to be ironic with the shitty album art and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, I think they just are shitty. Right, yes. But I'm going to tell you something. I fucking love that. Yeah, it's me too. Like, it is the total package of shitty things. There are many, many, many things that I genuinely like because I think they're shitty. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny. And I think it's 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 so goddamn perfect. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, these guys are obviously better musicians than, like, say, Complete. Sure. Right? Which, now, most people don't know about Complete. All right. So, you need to go on to the internet. Uh-huh. That's where... You usually go to sure. find things. Right. Go on to YouTube. Look for complete hot as hell. Mm-hmm. Or complete hoogie boogie man. Mm-hmm. Or complete, um, um, what's another good one? Um, Into the Night. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Right? Mm-hmm. And you will find a performance of a band uh, in a bar in Texas, somewhere in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, maybe late 90s, early 2000s, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. That is probably one of the most significant moments in rock and roll history. <laughs> it is it is an apocryphal moment in rock and roll history that I am so glad is permanently recorded and, and like remains in the ether and and, and 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 like viewable. Agreed. If I had a time machine if I had a time machine, uh-huh. I would go back to like New Jersey in the late seventies and go see the fucking Misfits, mm-hmm. right? Because that's something that's genuinely fucking new at that point, right? Right, and I want to see something that's genuinely new because you can't anymore, right? Right. I would go to Washington D.C. in nineteen eighty one and go fucking crush it at a minor threat show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like if I had a time machine, I, I would go back to, um, I would go back to like. 1776 and mm-hmm. fucking ride around in a, dressed like an alien in a Camaro through fucking Philadelphia, right? Uh-huh. And like telling people to go get fucked and then just <laughs> disappear and then see if I pop up in the history books. Yeah. And if I had a time machine, I would go back to that bar in Texas in 1990-whatever mm-hmm. when Complete played and I would love every goddamn minute of it. And I would absolutely love to see Knife Rider live. Yeah. So Absolutely. I. I would love it. Yeah. This is undeniably shitty. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's good. Right. But I love every bit of it. Yeah. I love everything about it. I love everything about it. The fucking, whether, I, I don't think they're self that self-aware. Maybe they are. Mm-hmm. I love everything about it. Yeah. You can't go wrong with this because if you, if you like shitty weirdo things, mm-hmm. this is perfect for you. Totally. And don't, you know, don't fucking lose your shit. Like the fucking lyrics for Chain Banging are pretty goddamn stupid yeah right hey uh poison idea wrote plenty of stupid fucking insensitive lyrics as well Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so whatever it's still fucking funny right and uh that was spectacularly funny yes it was yeah i was into that uh all around it's it's interesting because like it could have gone, especially with the with their band logo, which is like you know metallic lettering with uh, yeah. the, the knife as an eye yeah. or the eye as a knife rather. Um, it could have been one of those things where it was like hyper self aware and the technical proficiency was kind of like off the map. Yep, and they were definitely playing down to something. Right, but no, this is dudes that clearly can 
barely play. Right. <laughs> they're barely holding it together. Right. You know what I mean? I'm into it. I'm super into it. They said their guitarist plays while wearing a power glove. I wondered about the logistics of that because playing guitar while wearing any sort of glove would be very fucking tough. A power glove, for those uh, not in the know, is an early 90s uh, Nintendo product where it was essentially like a robotic hand, an actual glove you put on over your hand, and it had buttons on it. And it was a completely ineffective way to play any video there was game. Just, I think there was like one or two games that it was designed to be sure. played with. And, and then they made a movie called The Wizard that was a feature-length film specifically to... Uh, to promote this product, and it was shitty, but it's an awesome piece of right. just like antiquated technology. Here, yeah. And it's bulky as shit. And yeah. I and I thought like the logistics of playing in a power glove got to be a nightmare. But now hearing this shit, no. fuck, you could play these songs with a power glove. I'm on telling no you what, Knife Rider bands like Knife Rider uh-huh. are the salt of the fucking musical earth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, god damn it, guys, keep it up. Yeah, because it that was fucking astoundingly shitty and right. wonderful. Yeah, I would love to see this live. Yeah. I would love to see this live. Yeah, and, and like, here's what I was thinking Knife Rider was going to be. Mm-hmm. Some self-aware, like, new wave of British heavy metal Same. inspired, yep. Yep. you know, like, shitty rock and roll. Totally. Not first-tier new wave of British heavy metal bands, but, you know, something that's, like, just... Top of the B class, like fucking Saxon or right. something like that. You know what I mean? Like, sure. you know, like like that's what I was hoping for. Right. No, in no way did I expect Coper Stomper to sound like that. <laughs> no. But I had a big grin on my face because of it. Yeah. And the, thank you. Yes, very much. And the production is like, it sounds like it was recorded on somebody's fucking phone. I love it. I love it. Never change. No. I want to go back and listen to Rough Cuts now, too, which is their last release. Rough Cuts with a Z at the end. We'll check that out at a, in private. At a, yes, at a, at a later date. So, yeah, Knife Rider, um, I wasn't expecting what I got. but Thank you. But thank you nonetheless. Um, let's see how much time we got on the clock right now. Let's, do, let's roll the dice and do one more, one more band today. Okay. God damn it. We no. did six. We did six already? Yeah. One last, then we just pick one. Yep. One. One? Okay. Number one is Demo 19 by Three Poisons from Louisville. As I said at the beginning of the episode, a lot of shit happening in Louisville right now. Um, this artwork, again, it kind of, it's just threepoisons.bandcamp.com. Uh, I got Three it. spelled out. This artwork, again, it's uh, evocative of... I don't know, a very specific brand of metallic hardcore around the turn of the century. Um, Reaper rec- Records type stuff. We will uh, we'll see if it is in that vein. The songs are shorter, though, mm. which I very much like to see. O- all of these songs are just over a minute long. So before I've even heard a note of music, you've already won me over with the song length. You clearly know not to overstay your welcome with a hardcore song, which is deeply appreciated. Yep. So what, do we, uh, what track do we want to listen to? Um... Let's listen to uh, Minutemen. Oh, my bad. This is actually tagged fastcore at the end. So the art is uh, is not what I would necessarily expect to be associated with a fastcore band, but I like I like what. No, I'm it certainly it. isn't. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the picture here. It's a bunch of guys playing in a space with uh, maybe four bored people watching them. Uh, that's Spinelli's. So that's a spot that does a shit ton of uh, shows down in Louisville. 
Um, a lot of really cool things come through there, and I think that's just the angle that they're at. You couldn't really see the rest of the crowd. I mean, they're. Oh, I'm sure it's a shitty angle. I'm just yeah. playing the bit that there's like four board people right. watching them. So we're gonna listen. There's even somebody sitting down. So. Is there really? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. All right, so we're gonna listen to uh, Minutemen by Three Poisons off of their 2019 demo. the song Minutemen by the band Three Poisons off of their 2019 demo. Nate, take it away. Well, as the artwork was sort of hard to pin down, Mm -hmm. um, like the dagger thing looks like something that might be on like a 108 insert. It does, yeah. Right? Yeah. Or like, you know, on a 108 album cover. Mm -hmm. Um, The logo, however, with like that stressed weird font or whatever doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to match that. Right. Right? I mean, whatever do what you want sure i'm just saying there are themes and there are aesthetics that every sort of style sort of gloms onto Mm -hmm. the music was the same thing right didn't stand out to me it sounded like a bunch of stuff that put together the different different uh demographics Mm -hmm. in the punk and hardcore community like right but when you put it together it's just an amalgamation of stuff that i don't give a shit about right this so this to me um was very reminiscent of a lot of sort of early to mid aughts bands. Um, not the type that I initially uh, was inclined to to remember when I saw that saw the artwork. Um, I was thinking of something that was distinctly metallic in nature, and this was not that. But <clears throat> so this is tagged fastcore and. It had fast parts, but I wouldn't say that's fast. I wouldn't say it's fastcore. No, no more so than the band that this sort of evoked most strongly for me is fastcore, which is Outbreak. Um, Outbreak was a band in the early to mid aughts that got really, really fucking big for a minute. Um, I think they were on Think Fast for a minute. Maybe Bridge Nine did something for them. they played fast hardcore, and since that was not the style of the day, I think that they were more or less mistakenly tagged fastcore when they weren't really that. They were just sort of fast, rocky hardcore with more traditional breaks and shit. And this kind of seemed like that. Um, it was drawing from a scene that I don't think a lot of people are drawing for, from these yeah. days, which is like that era of stuff. Maybe even not <clears throat> not as strong, because um, this to me, this just it straight up sounded like Outbreak. Um, maybe a little bit of like very early ceremony stuff in there. Um, yeah, like I said, a scene that was really, really big for a minute and that I think was mostly popular because of how, how hard it went off live. Um, I saw Outbreak a couple times and they were always fucking great. 
I've revisited the records, and I like those early records. I think they have some cuts on them, um, but they don't, they're not in my regular rotation. And I think that this might be the same insofar as like live, this would translate a lot better than it does on record. Um, just because musically, it's, it's not that interesting. It's not fast enough to be challenging. It's not hard enough to be like punishing and crushing. And it's not well written enough to be incredibly sonically interesting, but it's also not bad at anything it's doing. Um, yeah. it sounds like music designed to be played live, if that makes sense. It doesn't sound like music designed to be listened to. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something you go experience the live show, right. but you're never going to fucking put that record on. Right. And you're never going to, like, chill and listen to it. Sure. Yeah. But I do think that within this formula, there are room, there's, there's room to do things uh, with it, and there's room for songwriting if you want to go that route. So this didn't suck by any stretch of the imagination. It just didn't do a whole lot for me. So no shade. Um, I'll probably listen to the rest of this soon so just to see if the rest of the, the, the EP or demo, demo, demo rather, is, is in line with this. But all the songs are a minute long. Um, I imagine they're probably not a whole lot different than this one. No, it's it's leftover surprise. Right. Right? Got to clean out the fridge. I had some food that I was stoked on when it was fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Put it together, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I got? I got some raviolis. I got a, um, a little bit of mushu pork um, and uh, some broccoli here left over, some steamed carrots and broccoli. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to eat that for dinner tonight. Right. I don't like it. I don't hate it. I don't give a shit. Right. I just got to get it out of my fridge. <laughs> Right, it gets the job done, uh-huh. but ultimately, who gives a shit? You wouldn't cook it up from scratch. Sure, sure as hell wouldn't. You wouldn't order it at a restaurant. That's nope. for sure. Hey, give me your ravioli mushu pork special. Right, that's what this was. Right, fair enough. Yeah, so three poisons. Uh, not mad at you. This was competently done. Um, like I said, it's drawing from a very niche scene that doesn't get a lot of shine these days, and I think that's largely because, unfortunately, in retrospect, a lot of the records from that time period don't really stand the test of time as much as uh, I would have hoped they would uh, when I was very into them when I was, like, 17. Um, but nonetheless, keep it up. Um, I would I would like to see this live to see how it, how it uh, comes across, especially in Louisville where I know that the scene is, like, fiercely supportive, like, fanatically supportive of local bands. I bet that this would be fun to, to, to see live. So I'm not mad at it, and I'm interested to see what you do next, for yeah. sure. And, again, shout-out for having minute-long songs because, at the very least, you're not overstaying your welcome, which is deeply appreciated. So And, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that we'll probably, uh, we'll probably wrap it up there for today. I don't know how many bands we got through. Six, maybe? maybe five or six. Here's five or six. I'm going to say uh, this week, mm-hmm. big ups to all the bands. Check them all out. Yeah, for sure. Right? There wasn't anything in there that I absolutely fucking hated. Yeah. I, was, this the f- was this the first episode where there was nothing that we were just like, holy shit, this is really fucking bad? I mean, I did get on a rant about some shit. Sure, but there was nothing where the band itself was like so deeply offensive to our sensibilities that it made us angry. No, no. You know what I mean? And the, like the shittiest band on here was uh-huh. actually one of my favorites. Right, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Big ups to everybody. Check everybody out. And I, I'm telling you right now, um, wherever you are in Kentucky, mm-hmm. if you see Knife Fight on a fucking marquee for a bar. Knife Rider. Knife Rider, pardon me, not Knife Fight. If you, go, if you see Knife Rider, go check them out. I bet you it is a fucking hoot. 
Yeah, probably. Um, also, so if you want to, uh, if you want to submit stuff, please do. I still got a lot of stuff to work through. I'm just kind of working through the back catalog of submissions right now. Um, so those are getting older stuff's getting prioritized. You know, it's kind of first come first serve. Um, but just send an email email over to demo listen podcast at gmail.com. Like I said, if you can include the tracks, that is uh, greatly appreciated. It helps us out a lot um, to not have to go and dig through everybody's band camp and download everything and front money to do it. It's just a nice favor. Um, keep the submissions coming. Uh, keep the listenership up. Again. Uh, we're fuck what a month into this and the amount of feedback that I've gotten continues to be surprising to me. Um, so very, 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 very big shout out to everybody who's listening to it. Genuinely. I didn't really expect this response, but it continues to be dope. So, uh, a lot of people have also asked about Patreon. Uh, so, you know, Nate and I are talking about it, trying to figure out what to do as reward tiers, sort of what content, um, to, to put out there. As Nate pointed out when we first talked about it, we don't want to be gauche. So we're not going to have fucking like $100 Patreon tier you get to hang out with us type shit because who fucking gives a shit? Yeah, and and I don't want to fucking come off like, you know, support my fucking lifestyle and shit. You right. know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah, I, I don't, it's tacky. I don't like the fucking... And, and unfortunately, I mean, say what you will about the fucking economic situation, the system that we live in, but like... I don't like the idea of like internet begging. Right, right. So, you know, if if we do a Patreon, it'd just be real low level fucking, you mm-hmm. know, five bucks. Yep. You know, we got a couple ideas. Maybe see if we can pull them off. Sure. As like a, um, as like a, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, a fucking reward or whatever. You know right. what I mean for subscribing. An incentive. An incentive. Right. One, you know, so you know, we'll see. Maybe uh, uh, digging through our archives of records and giving fresh listens to records that mm-hmm. I've got thousands of records that I haven't listened to in probably twenty years. Right. And so, giving fresh listens to old records and uh, getting the perspective on them nowadays. Right. You know, that could be an exclusive thing that we do on that. Yeah, for sure. And a, a few people have talked about Nate and I doing like top ten lists and stuff like that. People like listicles. People's attention spans are short. But uh, luckily, I like making top ten lists because I'm a fucking nerd like that. So yeah, we got some ideas we're kicking around. Um, we'll probably, hopefully, we'll have a Patreon up this uh, this coming week. So look out for that if you follow me on social media and shit like that. Um, but yeah, other than that, Keep listening to the podcast if it's your thing, and uh, more importantly, keep listening to Punk and Hardcore, because there's a lot of fucking good shit out there, and if uh, you're not hearing shit that you like, it's because you're not paying attention. So uh, we'll holler at you next week.